0: Whether it's world government, open borders, the United Nations decades-long anti-Israel bias, uh, world religion, precursors to the mark of the beast, and wars and rumors of wars, virtually every major news story around the world has a correlation with end-time Bible prophecy. We will discuss many of these events while taking your calls on today's Open Line Edition of The End Time Show. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries, and thank you so much for joining me on this edition of The End Time Show. Number to reach me today, one 363 8463 I will be taking your calls. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening and following us. We greatly appreciate it. I can't tell you how much it means to us, uh, everybody that contacts us through email and calls us and send us cards and things and saying, hey, we're behind you guys. Keep it up. I know they're trying to silence you, but um, keep it up because we need your voice in the end time. I can't tell you how encouraging that is. It really helps uh, because when you face all this censorship and everything all a day, every day, uh, it you know it doesn't really wear me down. But I think, man, this is you know we're gonna this is gonna get worse for it. Gets better, however, I know that we've got our hands in God's hands, and God's God's keeping His hand upon us. I know that, and but it really helps when everybody emails us and things and say, man, uh, you know, thank you guys. And, and uh, it really, really means a lot. So we want to say thank you. We love you guys. And, hey, I want to spend eternity with you guys. And it's of utmost importance that we form a bond, a group, a big family, the body of Christ, and that we stick together like super glue all the way throughout this end time. Because the thesis of the Bible is my, my relationship with God but it's also my relationship with my fellow man. And so I've got to make sure that we're sticking together here as a, 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 as a, a help, uh, help uh, each other all the way through the end. So, very, very important. Now, in an opening dialogue here, and I, again, I'll take your calls whenever, but I want you to think about this. The major news stories on the planet, world government, world religion, precursors to the mark of the beast, things going on. Open borders. When we think about, and the Bible prophesies this, about the socialistic overthrow of the world, the Antichrist socialistic kingdom, we can see the world being overthrown by socialism. It's been happening for decades. The United States is the last great holdout of that. We're really the last bastion of freedom on the earth. And there are people that would like to destroy us and to take that away from us. I want you to picture in your mind... Just think about this. Just go with me for a minute. Imagine if there was no more United States in the world. If the United States was had never been here. Or that we weren't here anymore. Think about that. The globalists could pretty much do what they want in the world. Just take over. Who's going to who other than the United States who could stand up against the globalist? right now. Any answers? I don't know of anybody. Everybody else is pretty much on board with this. I know that Israel isn't is not, and they're going to stand against the world governing body, but the world government's going to invade them in the end at the Battle of Armageddon. But they will resist her all the way through until then. And but what what's a give me another nation that could with um who could stand against that? Well, the United States. And guess what? The United States right now, in many ways, there are people here in the United States that are standing against the world governing body. The efforts to push these ESG metrics and, and uh, things in their state. Ronda DeSantis is doing it in Florida. Now, I, I don't agree with everything Ronda DeSantis does. But Ronda DeSantis is pushing against ESG which is one, just another of the many efforts to push socialism here in the United States. Socialism, which leads to communism, it would absolutely destroy America. However, you can kind of see it playing out where there are people trying to weaken America right now. So we cannot impede the evil plans of the socialist takeover of America. Now, folks, this is all in the Bible. You understand The Bible prophesies the Antichrist will have a socialistic kingdom. So most of the world is going to be socialistic when the Antichrist takes over. It's going to be a socialistic world governing body, which the United Nations is already 100% socialist. And the United States stands against that in many ways. However, we've got a president in office who is totally compliant with it. And that's why he's really not protecting our borders. Now, I, in going back to the, to the tease that I gave, virtually every major, every major news story is a, a, in a correlation with end-time Bible prophecy. Not everyone, but I'm going to say a vast majority of them. When we look at a world government being set up right now, of course that's prophesied um, Revelation 13, 1 and 2 there is a world-governing body that the Antichrist will rule and that will be in power all the way until the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ. The the Antichrist is only going to rule for three and a half years and therefore he's not going to have time to establish a world-governing body when he comes on the scene. And so we can see the efforts to establish that system as we speak. Because he's going to come to power. He's most certainly alive on the earth today. He's going to come to power in the very near future. He's only going to have three and a half years to reign. So he's going to usurp authority over an already fully functioning world governing body. Now, you say, Dave, I'm just worried about paying my bills and making it. Look, I understand. I'm I'm paying the same gas prices you are. We buy groceries at the same place you do. I'm just saying, I'm living through the same thing. But we've got to talk about these things because these things are going to happen in... They're happening now. And we want to make sure that you are aware of these things because we're living just prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ. You know, I think the devil is a master at getting our minds off of what we really should have our mind stayed on. And that is, the Lord's coming back before very long and I've got to prepare myself for that. I, I the Bible does say, "Occupy till I come." We do have to live. We have to run businesses. We've got to run. You know, we've got to we've got to build the kingdom of God. We've got to teach and preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. We've got to w- have welders and plumbers and carpenters and housewives and uh, you know we we just we've got to occupy till He comes. I totally understand that. I was in the construction field most of my life, building houses and factories and all kinds of stuff, and I understand being a a worker. I understand that, and having to raise a family, did all that. However, I think Satan is a master at times, many times, at trying to get our mind veered off of what's coming so we don't prepare for it. And so I want to make sure that we keep these things at the forefront of our mind, because I don't want to be deceived by Satan in the end time, and I don't want you to be deceived either. And so we're going to stick on these things until the Lord comes. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can't enter or see the kingdom of God. understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intimecom slash future or call 800 end That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near
2: you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash advance to see when Dave will be in a location near you.
0: Okay, welcome back, everybody. I will be taking your calls. I've got a few callers here that I'll get to in just a moment. Uh, the number to reach me, 877-363-8463. Very quickly. the When we talk about this world governing body and what's going on in our world today, the World Economic Forum's Great Reset, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, Build Back Better, the Council for Inclusive Capitalism, ESG reporting methods, and all these other different things, they're in one way or another trying to push the socialistic principles of the world governing body around the world. Okay? And many see the United States, again, Ron DeSantis and other uh, governors are pushing against ESG uh, methods in our, uh, these um, investing methods, trying to protect people's 401Ks and different things. They're pushing against this. In their state, and so many people see the United States or our capitalist ideologies standing in the way of a true socialistic world governing bodies. Again, remember, if the if if not for the United States, wouldn't the world be totally socialistic? Just about pretty much. And so this is this is a must. They they've got to kind of implement socialism here in America and weaken us to the point so that we cannot impede their evil plans. Now, when you've got a gentleman in the White House who is pro-world government, he's a globalist, he believes in the United Nations, the idea of the United Nations, the world government, the the liberal international order, then he's going to abide by the edicts and he's going to try to get this country, to abide by the edicts of the world governing body. Folks, this is what's happening in America right now. You want to know why there's such craziness and just utter chaos under the Biden administration? Let's forget Republican, Democrat, Independent. Throw that out the window. I'm looking at America. And I'm looking at what's going on in our economy, on our southern border. I mean, I live here in Dallas. I'm what? uh, Maybe an eight-hour drive from the border? And So I see what's going on here in the southern border. If you live up in Maine, you might not be so concerned. But you should be. But those of us that live down here on the southern border, I can see what's coming. Now, um, I'm not against immigration. I'm just all this... You don't know who's coming in the country. They're having tens of thousands of people come across over the last few days. Tens of thousands of people, folks. And so... President Biden is a staunch believer. What are we talking about here? We're talking about Bible Prophecy 101. The socialistic overthrow of the world. It's going to be a socialistic, one-world governing body. President Biden is a staunch believer in a world government. And much of his agenda is a direct result of his allegiance to that entity, including open borders, the environmental wealth redistribution, coming against gas stoves and um, gas-powered appliances and... Just things like this. When the human-induced global warming, which leads to climate change and all this carbon emissions heating the planet up and all that, that is an absolute hoax, you understand. There's an agenda behind it all. The agenda is wealth redistribution. They just need a crisis. So they come up with carbon uh, emissions that lead to climate change and that's going to make tornadoes, have more tornadoes and more um, uh, tsunamis and all this other stuff. So guess what? They're trying to raise the gas prices to where nobody can buy drive gas cars anymore. And uh, I mean, they're attacking all kinds of things. Open border. Why wouldn't the most powerful the nation that has the most powerful military on the planet? Why couldn't we protect our own southern border? Why do you think that is? Why are we protecting the borders of other nations, but we can't protect our own border? It would be very easy. We could start tomorrow morning. And not one more person would cross illegally. Why won't we do that? Ask yourself that. It's happening in the news right now, if you're following it all. Why don't we do that? Because our president does not want to. And there is the, the border situation, economic wealth distribution, human-induced global warming, which is, is a total hoax, but yet it's agenda-driven Attacking our economic strength, driving America into bankruptcy, printing money like there's no tomorrow, driving inflation out of this world, and ending our energy independence. We're sitting on, you understand, we're sitting on hundreds of years of oil for the United States. We could be an energy exporter. We were under Donald Trump, but as soon as Joe Biden got in office, "Ah, I'm shutting that off. You say, Dave, uh, you hate Joe Biden. I don't hate Joe Biden. I, I don't like some of the things he's done. I absolutely don't hate him. I'd love to teach him a Bible study and uh, make sure he's ready to meet the Lord when he comes. That's my ultimate goal. But I'm trying to tell you this world-governing body, these are the things that we're living through in the end times. And, I mean, the the weakening of our military. Why in the world would we allow our military to be weakened? Uh, you know, we're pushing uh, transgenders and, and the LGBT community to to have special rights in there. And uh, I mean, just all... What in the world's going on? We're weakening everything to the point where that we cannot impede the evil plans of the globalists to try to push socialism in America. That's really what's going on. I had an interview with Kevin Freeman this year uh, a few months ago and he wrote a book, um, According to Plan. He's with the Economic War Room with Glenn Beck and those guys. And all of this is going according to plan. So... And it is going according to the prophecies of the Bible. Okay. I was going to get into the global compact on migration, but it looks like you guys want to talk more. So Um, here we go. Straight to the phones. CT in Wisconsin. God bless, my friend. Welcome to End of the Age. Jesus, peace. Yeah. All right. How you doing, my friend?
3: Doing fair and well. Today is uh, almost summer here in Wisconsin, and we have two holidays in Wisconsin, winter and construction. (laughs) i'm two seasons not holidays two
0: seasons i'm sorry (laughs) yeah what's on your mind
3: the the question i had i couldn't find it real quick the other day in the revelation i'm pretty sure it's in the revelation when the holy ghost is taken from the earth i'm not sure that verse or passage or how long that passage is Mm -hmm. i want to see if we can find that and then I want to talk about, I think it's Matthew 25, about the wise virgins and the foolish virgins. And I found that the oil is listed as oil of joy in Isaiah 61 and 3. And then the final verse in Acts 13 says the disciples were filled with joy and the Holy Ghost. So I guess it's they're both uh, uh, vital, I guess, and uh, different. So, um okay. And then the gifts and calling of God are in two different versions without repentance or irrevocable. Okay, That's in Romans 11:29. But my question is, do you know the passage where it says the Holy Ghost is taken from the earth? Yeah. And if, if so, how can the saints—I'm not being contentious here, but yeah. how can the saints be full of the Holy Ghost if it's gone right before the rapture? Yes,
0: that's right. I correct. think they
3: need to be full of— uh, if they have the gifts and calling irrevocably, then they'll have it inside of them, even yeah. though it's out of the earth, and they'll also have joy. And I think okay. that so, joy is so important because uh, if someone is worshiping demons around the sixth trumpet era, yeah. they're just not going to have joy on their okay. face. I know. So of... I've,
0: I've got your question here, so let me, let me see if I can answer it. 2 sure. Thessalonians chapter 2, the Bible says, Now we beseech you, brethren, by our coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together unto him which is the second coming of Jesus Christ in the rapture. And, by, and the Bible says that ye be not soon shaken by my, in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that day of Christ is at hand. This is what we're referring to here to the second coming in the rapture. The Apostle Paul said, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there comes a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition who opposeth, exalted himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he is God, sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So that's talking about the abomination of desolation. Jesus Christ, the, the second coming and the rapture, will not occur until after that event. Then the Bible says here in verse 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 5, Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. This is very key here. Listen closely. This is verse 6. And now ye know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. And then it goes on to say, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then the wicked shall be revealed. Now, many have interpreted that to say, well, the Holy Ghost is going to be pulled out of here, and then the Antichrist can be revealed, and the the Great Tribulation can happen. But that is not what these verses are saying. It tells us in verse 6, And now ye know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. It's the time clock of God that is withholding the Antichrist from being revealed. It is not the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is not going to be removed from the earth prior to the great tribulation beginning. There are many ways I can prove that. The Bible prophesies the greatest time of revival the world has ever known occurs during the Great Tribulation, so there's no way we could have revival with the Holy Ghost removed from the earth. There are no scriptures in the Bible that tell us the Holy Ghost is removed from the earth prior to the Great Tribulation beginning. So that so that's answers. That's why I couldn't find it then. Yeah, so it's not in there. That's correct.
3: No wonder I must have heard a rumor or something. I
0: well, there are a lot I of people that
3: denied it. Sounds like you pretty much slammed denied it there. So. Well, what I'm saying is Amen there there are that. a
0: lot there are a lot of people that interpret this as. The Holy Ghost is going to be removed from the earth. But the Bible is very specific. If you go from verse 1 through 4, it's telling us about the timing. Paul said, I'm, t- I'm talking today about the coming of our Lord and the gathering together unto Him. I want you not to be um, taken... I-, I-, I want you to, to make sure that you're not confused here, shaken in your mind, that that day is not going to happen until there comes a falling away first and the man of sin is revealed. He's talking about the timing of things. And then he says in verse six, "Now you know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time." It's all the time clock of God here. It's not the removing of the Holy Ghost from the earth. Now, let me for the sake of time here, let me get to your second question about um, the oil in the lamps, and uh, then we'll then we'll go from there. Because I got a lot of callers here, so very quickly. When you go to yeah, Matthew, I,
3: I had a comment about. The Antichrist, I'll skip that and put it in writing some other time this year to you guys. It's not yeah, yeah. vital today. Okay. But um, I did want to say the little, in Luke 8.18, the little some seem to have will be taken from them. So people that think they have the the Holy Ghost gift without receiving it with evident evidence of, uh, you know, that you can see and hear it, like, Jews did on Acts chapter 10 with uh, Peter and Cornelius, uh, they could see them and hear them speaking right. in ton languages, tons, the, Bi- the Holy Bible calls it. But, and but, so I found in Luke eight eighteen, what's yeah. going to happen to all those people, if they never meet someone like Dave Robbins or End Time or a church or something, then the, the little they seem to have is going to be taken from them. I believe that's at the judgment, because... You know, yeah. things done in this life will all take. There's a time in the
0: Le- yeah. A, I, time for I understand
3: at that point.
0: I understand what you're saying. Go ahead and send me that in an email, and I'll answer that for you. But for the sake of time here, let me let me continue on quickly, and then we'll move on. Matthew chapter 25, when it gives the parables of the virgins here, Bible says, "Then then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise, five were foolish." They that were foolish took with their lamps, and they took no oil. However, the five... So is the that fi- oil the Holy Ghost, the or oi- joy, the- or both? Okay, so the oil is symbolic of the Holy Ghost. When you have the Holy Ghost, the Bible says, The joy of the Lord uh, is my strength. The Holy Ghost is... The oil is symbolic of the Holy Ghost here. Because you've okay. got to have the Holy Ghost. The way I know that... Well, let me continue on really quickly. i got to get through this, because i got a lot of calls. The oil is... The Holy Ghost. And the, the five foolish virgins had let the Holy Ghost run out of their lamps. That's what it's symbolic of. They, maybe they were uh, in church, but maybe they were backslid. Something happened. They didn't keep up their prayer life. They didn't keep the Holy Ghost in their life. However, the five wise virgins, they have a, had a consistent prayer life. The Holy Ghost was uh, living and inside of them. The Holy Ghost was inside of them. God was inside of them ruling. They were led by the Spirit of God. They had the Holy Ghost and um, it's imperative that we have the Holy Ghost because in Romans 8, uh, verses, starting with verse 9, it says, But right. ye are not in the flesh, ye are in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is of his. And if it be Christ in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit of life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you... He that raised up Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwelleth in you. So at the time of the rapture, the Holy Ghost is your resurrection power, and it's of utmost importance that you have the Holy Ghost inside of you. That's what it's referring to, the same thing that Jesus was talking about in Matthew 25. My friend, I thank you for the call. i got to let you go. I do appreciate it. Send me the rest of your question in an email, and um, I'll make sure you get your question answered, either Doug Norvell or I will. God bless you. You have a great weekend. Okay, wow. Uh, we're coming up to a break here. I, I don't want to cut Lisa off. Lisa, I'll come to you right after the break, um, and then we'll charge straight forward here with everybody. Um, so a lot of, lot of stuff going on, and I want you all to keep us in your prayers. We leave for Israel next Tuesday. I'll be on the program Monday, and then Vince will be doing interviews and all kinds of stuff for the next couple weeks. I'll be doing a live uh, pro, or a program from Israel so remember us in your prayers as we uh, go to Israel. And um, I'll facilitate some college teaching over there, a lot of different things. So if you ever get a chance, we've already got people signed up to go in October. We're taking 83 with us this time. We always try to keep it between 80 and 100. We're taking 83 with us this time. We've got people signed up to go in October. Uh, so if you'd like to go in October, make sure you get signed up because it fills up so quick And uh, then we'll go and have a great time looking forward to it. Everybody that's going, I know there's stuff going on in Israel, but we've already talked to everybody over there. And it's like, hey, no problem. Everybody's touring. It's all right. Come on. So here we go. The symbols and
2: prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, part two. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1 800 End Time or go to endtime.com.
1: Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days.
0: Well, welcome back, everybody. And I'm um, tell you what, I'm going to go straight to the phones because I got I got just a couple slots open here, a couple lines. And if you'd like to call me, one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three, I'll be happy to take your call. Let's go to Lisa in Florida. God bless, Lisa. Welcome to the End Time Show.
4: Hello, Dave. Hello. Hello. I have a question of Florida's governor today put out a statement that florida bans a central bank digital currency mm-hmm. and he signed the legislation to ban a federally adopted central bank digital currency now how i'm just my question is how does a state you know do that what what do yeah. they use for currency if it's right. a federal government that, you know that's
0: my question <laughs> yeah so that that's a fabulous question and I, I don't know if i have an answer to that at this point here's the here's why Number one, the federal, um, our, the, the federal Reserve has not put out a central bank digital currency yet here in America. I know why DeSantis is doing that because he has seen the, you know, um, the implications of a central bank digital currency being sure, interested yes, in, in, yes. and the surveillance and everything that goes along with it, the government controlling your life. However, I don't know how that's all going to play out because that would be like Governor DeSantis saying, well, we're not going to use dollars here. And then right. all all of your businesses are taking dollars. Um, how's that going to work? I, I don't know. I don't well, know how that what could I play was out. Wondering like, like so, if
4: the when the dollar, if the dollar, you know, happens to collapse, then and they're saying they're not going <laughs> to do central right. bank digital currency. What are they going to use? That's what. That's it a great, Doesn't make a lot of sense just
0: yet. Well, that's what DeSantis will have to answer if we do move off of cash. You know, I don't know if we'll move off of cash fully. I, I don't know the answer to that. I can see it coming. I had some information to go through. I ha- may have to go through it on Monday. But uh, I can see it coming down the pike. That the, And I know most of the world, they're trying to move us off of cash, off of any kind of currency, and to move us onto a totally digital platform. That's the goal. But Right. Well, the Fed now starts in July, which,
4: I mean, you know, yeah. you've said before that that's like the precursor. That's you know, the to infrastructure. Yeah, it is. So uh, I mean, I, I understand him. He sees that and everything, yeah. but I just you know I I hope I hope that I don't know how I just I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's a question that he will have to answer. Is it, see, right now I don't think he thinks we'll move off of do- of the dollar. I think he thinks the dollar is strong enough that the dollar is going to keep we'll keep being able to function like that. But what if they force businesses? to have to use central bank digital currencies to operate Exactly. then what well, will
4: what, with the fed now with the fed now that starts in july exactly I mean, how is florida not going to use i mean he didn't say that i'm saying i'm asking yeah how, how is florida going to stay off of fed now when it's a federal program i mean we just made a payment for something and instantaneously it's like something that you know whatever businesses are already doing it yeah you know and it it was instantaneous something that normally would what was it bank yeah it was like a, a bank settlement thing yeah and no i know had, it, it, is, it, it is it instantaneous. instantaneous i mean right now where it normally would have taken a week maybe to clear or something yes. this was instantaneous and in july that's the way the fed you know the fed now
0: well so that's why they're implementing fed now is because it's the infrastructure for them to be able to implement a central bank digital currency the thing is, is that until some of these things happen, I don't know how all that's going to play out because DeSantis, if, if he truly did ban a central bank digital currency in Florida, let's say all the rest of the states allow it and all of these major corporations, let's say Walmart and uh, all the major grocery store chains and, uh, you know, I mean, you name it, all of these big businesses All of these factories that are in Florida, what if they have to function as a central bank digital currency system? What's what's DeSantis going to do? I don't know how he can stand against that. Yeah,
4: I know, and that's what I when I saw that today, I was like, wow. I mean, he even has. I mean, he puts out like ESG, like that. He's going to he banned that and anything to do with that, and everything that everybody else, like the world government and all that, is promoting. He's putting bans on it, but I'm thinking, how can one state just be ban- banning all of this?
0: Well, I love what he's doing.
4: I do too, because I, mean, I don't I want do anything I to hope do. That it works. Yeah,
0: I don't want any. Yeah. So here's the thing. I don't think he knows how it's going to work. I think he thinks cash is going to just continue on. And if it, if cash continued on, and the businesses were able to function in cash, then that would be a way we could get around this central bank digital currency. But if cash goes away, I'm not saying that it will, but if cash does go away, then DeSantis is going to have a hard problem with all of his businesses in Florida screaming at him saying, now what are we supposed to do, DeSantis? Uh, I mean, he's going to be stuck. So I think in his mind he thinks cash is going to continue on, and that's how we will function. I hope it does. But um, again, until we live through some of that, Lisa, I cannot give you a conclusive answer because I don't think they know for sure.
4: Right. You know, I wish you would. I wish you guys could have Governor DeSantis on your program. You know how you do those interviews? Yeah. How um, (laughs) that'd be kind of neat.
0: I would do that tomorrow. Um, Would he do it? I don't know, because (laughs) I I would I would ask this question first what you just asked me (laughs) and let him respond to that. Yeah,
5: (laughs) exactly.
0: I guarantee you he would say, well, we're not going to go off of cash. The dollar's too strong and blah, blah, blah. But I'm telling you, the dollar is taking a nosedive. And a lot of our, because of what's going on in America, the dollar's taking a nosedive and a lot of our enemies and a lot of uh, countries that have been against us for a long time, they're starting to push their own currencies. um, And, you know, I don't know how it's all going to play out. I know from the prophecies of the Bible what's coming, but as far as some of these intricate details, some of these things we're going to have to live through and then report on them as we go. Right. Yep.
4: Well, I appreciate your time, and I thank you, Dave, for answering my question.
0: Absolutely. Well, God bless you, and thank you for listening God to us. God bless you, too. All right. Thank you. Bye. Have a great weekend. Let's go to um, Sherry in Maine. I. Uh, uh, God bless, Sherry. Hello? Welcome to The End Time Show.
6: Hi. Can you hear me, Dave? Yes, ma'am. Hi. So I have one question, and then I just want to actually say something about what the last... Um, person brought up yeah. that came to mind. So I was watching um, on May 2nd or 3rd, I can't remember the exact date, uh, your live show, and you had mentioned that Edom and Moab and Ammon were going to be um, delivered during the ant- from the Antichrist. Yes. And then you mentioned the U.S. But you don't, um, I can't find anywhere in the Bible that backs that up. Is okay. the U.S. going by a different name in the Bible that you're aware of? Yeah. Or are you able to back up? That so, and somewhere I can study
0: on it. Yeah. So if you understand the uh, beast, the four separate beasts that Daniel saw in Daniel chapter 7, the lion with eagle's wings, he saw a bear, mm-hmm. a four-headed leopard, and a ten-horned beast. Daniel chapter 7, verse 17 and 23 tells us that those beasts symbolize nations and the rulers of those nations And that they would be on the earth at the time when the Ancient of Days comes to establish His kingdom here on the earth. Or when the second coming of Jesus Christ occurs, those nations would be in power on the earth at the time of the second coming. Well, the first one, and just for the sake of time, I'll tell you what they mean. Uh, The uh, lion represents the modern-day nation of Great Britain. The Mm -hmm. bear is the modern-day nation of Russia, the Russian bear. The Mm four-headed leopard is Germany. The ten-horned beast is the current European Union. But the Bible says, Daniel, in Daniel 7, 4, it says, I saw, He said, I saw a lion with eagle's wings. He said, I beheld in his vision till the eagle's wings were plucked, made stand upon a feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. Well, what nation today do you know that has the symbol of an eagle that its mother country that we were plucked out of was Great Britain? Well, that's the How United States. Okay. So, John saw, uh, Daniel saw the, the United States back in 2500, 2,500 years ago when he was in Babylonian captivity. When you jump forward 650 years, when John writes the book of Revelation, in Revelation 13, 1-2, John said, I saw a beast, not four beasts, but I saw a single combo beast with the body of the leopard, Germany, the feet of the bear Russia, the mouth of the lion Great Britain, and the ten horns of the ten horn kingdom, which is the European Union. It's a um, federalized group of nations, and it's symbolic of a one world governing body. However, the eagle's wings are not mentioned there. Where are they mentioned? Well, if you jump back one chapter to Revelation chapter 12, in Revelation 12, there's a war in heaven. And Michael and his archangels are fighting Satan and his angels. Michael and his archangels are victorious, and the penalty is that they bind Satan to the earth. No more access to heaven after that. This is going to happen in the very near future. The Bible says, Rejoice you that are in heaven, but woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because Satan comes down into you having great wrath. And he persecutes the woman in that chapter, with which has 12 stars around her head, which is symbolic of Israel. And the Bible mm-hmm. says in Revelation twelve fourteen that the woman is carried away on the wings of a great eagle where she is nourished in her place for time, times, and half a times, and they protect her from the face of the serpent. The serpent is Satan and the world governing body because it gives a depiction of Satan earlier in the chapter with a red-headed, seven-headed, ten-horned beast. Or, I'm sorry, a red, Mm -hmm. seven-headed, ten-horned beast, which is symbolic of the world government in Revelation 13, 1-2. So, it says that the eagle will protect Israel Against the world governing body all the way through the end time, so that lets us know that the United States will stand with Israel and be in alliance with her, and we will stand against the world governing body all the way through the end. That's where we get that from okay yes, now, I know that was a lengthy description, but I mean I can if you email me, I'll give you all that in writing so you have all the verses and everything if you'd like
6: um I wrote them down, thank okay, you good. Yeah. um. I have seen, you know, I don't get to see you every day. So, yeah, yeah that just kind of fills in my blank. Sure. My other question that, um, I just, that just came up is, is it possible with someone like DeSantis, who's in government, is trying to save the world, who could be the Antichrist?
0: Okay, no. DeSantis cannot be the Antichrist because other prophecies tell us, this is in Daniel 7 as well, the ten-horned beast in Daniel 7 Symbolizes the current European Union, the reborn Holy Roman Empire or the current European Union. The Bible says, out of those ten horns, one horn will uproot three, become great, have a mouth speaking great things, and he will be the Antichrist. Where did the Antichrist come from? Out of the ten horns, out of the current European Union. So, okay. Donald Trump couldn't be it, President Barack Obama, Ron DeSantis, um, j- somebody but from King the Middle Trump East. Could. I'm sorry?
6: King Charles could.
0: It is possible. I mean, he yes. And even though Brexit, the Bible says on, in the Revelation 13 beast, that the lion is there. So um, King Charles, it's possible. Uh, he, it could be um, uh, maybe even a Vladimir Putin, because Russia west of the Ural Mountains is considered European Russia. It could be, you know, anybody from Europe. It's going to be a, the okay. most powerful political leader in Europe so, um, but it, it 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 cannot, according to the prophecies of the Bible, it cannot be a Rhonda Santis from Florida. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
6: All right. Thank great. you so much for answering my questions. I all appreciate right. it.
0: God bless you all. And have you a have day. a great weekend.
6: Have a great time in Israel. I was just there. It's oh man.
0: Fine. Oh, you just went, huh? Cool. Yeah, well,
6: I'm a flight attendant, so I go
0: off. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Well,
6: yeah.
0: um, maybe you'll get a go with us sometime, and I can explain all the prophecy implications to you. It'd be cool.
6: That would be fabulous. I will look into it.
0: Okay. God bless you, my friend. You have a great weekend. Thank you. You um, all right, guys. We're coming up on a break here, and then I'll go straight back to the phones. You guys just hold on. You got some great questions. And, wow, man, I'm ready to go back to Israel, you guys. I love it every time we go. And uh, looking forward to going to the college. So remember us in your prayers that we have a great time and the spiritual aspects that will happen when we get over there.
7: I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day.
0: back everybody. Um, Wow, some great questions today. I'm going to go straight to the phones. Let's go to Cindy in Oklahoma. God bless Cindy. Welcome to the end time show.
8: Hello. Uh, I don't really have a question. I just have something to tell you. Sure. I totally believe uh, in the post-tribulation rapture, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I have started looking it up and even on Google it tells you that it's only a 200-year-old belief. Yeah. It started uh, back in um, I can't remember if it was Ireland or England, but the, uh, they were mad because the you know the Catholics took Revelation out of the Bible because it depicts a false prophet. And um, so what they did was there was some young lad is how it, in the history that I read went into a trance and said there was going to be a secret rapture,
5: yeah. and
8: that was where the only one hundred forty four thousand to go. Um At that time,
5: yeah,
8: and um that's when the belief started uh by the time it got across the pond, it was really pushed by the elitist of the government and stuff because Satanism wants the Christians to be unaware, yeah. they want them to be looking for a secret rapture, and that for when the Antichrist comes on the scene, the Christians are going to be you know uh deceived, yeah because they're going to be looking for a secret rapture, right. I just thought that was interesting that even in the secular world, we can find out that information
0: yeah, I mean i have i've looked into that somewhat because I wanted to know where the origin of it is. I think there's a couple two or three different uh versions of the origin of a pre tribulation rapture. I think we might be able to lock it down someday, but i don't spend much haven't spent much time on that. Um, I know that there most of my friends, most of the guys you hear teaching on a prophecy on uh, Christian television. Most of them got their teaching from a guy named Clarence Larkin uh, that wrote a book named Dispensational Truth in the early 1900s. A lot of their pre-trib belief goes back to that. A lot of my friends went to a a, um, a Bible college up in Minnesota and they taught the pre-trib from Clarence Larkin stuff. And then almost all all of the prophecy teachers on TV, their stuff goes back to Clarence Larkin. And he taught a Mm pre-tribulation rapture. Um, however, the guys in the Bible—they didn't believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. They taught a post-trib, and mm-hmm. um, and that's why I've got to go with the scriptures in the Bible. That's why we teach a post-trib rapture. Uh, right. You know, right. yeah, and that you know, I'm going to stick with the Bible.
8: Right. I'm, I know that, and yeah. I, that's what I believe because of learning from Irvin and all that stuff. Yes. Yep. That I just thought it was very interesting because I've had people just. Argue with me, and I'm saying, Look, you can even go to the secular world, and it will tell you yeah. it is only a 200 year old belief. It doesn't go back in the Bible. It doesn't go back all that. It's just 200 years that they came up with this idea and started pushing it. yeah And it's all, to me, it's all part of the, the uh, Satanist and everything's agenda. We have so many people in the churches that are false prophets and teaching the wrong teachings.
0: Well, uh, no. yeah, I mean, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on it. Um, I just, uh, I'm going to teach what we see in the Bible. And, of course, I'm going to teach what Irvin taught. I mean, that's, you know, one of the main reasons we're still here. But um, I see it for myself, uh, and I I believe we can prove that. But here's the deal, Cindy. I I know we we get, um, get I I get in conversations all the time. People want to prove a pre-trib, and we have all these conversations. But um, my main thing is to be ready at all times. Uh, and I understand what you're saying, and this is, this is a great conversation, but for everybody listening, our main message here at End Time is, I've got to be ready today. I mean, I've got a, mm-hmm. a, um, uh, I, I've known people that just seem to be healthy individuals that passed away in the night, and you thought, what in the world happened? I had a, I had a friend of mine, his dad mm-hmm. um, ran a huge business here in America. You would know the business if I called the name, and... He was the president of that company, and his dad passed away in the night. He had perfect health, had never had any heart problems, mm-hmm. was fine. I just seemed, they went on vacation all the time. They just, he, he had just retired, and his dad passed away in the mm-hmm. night. And I'm thinking, man, uh, no matter what happens, everybody's got to be ready at all times. However, with that said, the, I believe the Bible does teach a post-trib rapture. So that's why we teach that. Yes.
8: Yep. I, I was raised Southern Baptist, and of course, they don't teach that. Right. But uh, you know, as my grandmother used to say, you can prove anything with scripture if you take them out of context. You know, it was uh, always <laughs> well, saying, um, yeah. "Jesus hung himself. Whatever thou do, do as quickly. Yeah. Go and do likewise." You know, there's three scriptures right there that, yeah. that say that. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I just think it's I think it's neat because God not only uses His Bible, but He uses the other secular world. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely. The world totally stuff agree. To prove.
0: Yep. You Agreed.
8: Know? So thanks for what you do.
0: All right. Well, Cindy, thank you for the call, and God bless you, my friend. Uh huh. All right, let's go to Darlene in I'm sorry, Darlene in Pennsylvania. God bless Darlene. Welcome to the end time show.
2: Hi, Dave. How are you?
0: I am doing tremendous. How are you, my friend?
2: I am doing well. And my question today is regarding Matthew twenty-four, thirty-six and thirty-seven. Yes. I was listening to someone else who is also post trib mm-hmm. just to kind of see what some others are uh, are saying about that sort of thing. And he said something that kind of confused me. I don't concur with it, but I would really love to know your input on it. And he was saying that where Jesus is comparing his second coming to the days of Noah, he was saying we we traditionally think of those left behind as being those individuals that did not know Christ as their Lord and Savior. Um, And he uh, said that it's actually the opposite if you look at the analogy that Christ was giving and said that the people that were swept away— were those that did not know uh christ and or yeah. know god at that time and those that were left behind were the ones that were in, in right standing with god now yeah. i don't concur with that but i would be really curious to know um what your thoughts are on that
0: yeah so if so uh, did you want to know about uh, matthew 24 36
2: and 37 or just 37 well maybe i maybe i uh I'd have to look it up again. I'm okay. not sure, but the, regarding so, the, the the those that were being yes. left, those that are left behind.
0: Yes. So there there's two great scriptures there. By the way, 24 mm-hmm. Matthew 24:36 and 37. Uh, if we have time, mm-hmm. we'll get to 36. But the Bible says, "As the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the man of man be." Then verse 38 says, "For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage, until the day." that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came, and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. The, the ones that mm-hmm. took them all away, that's not Noah. It's in, not that's Noah right. and his three sons and their wives and Noah's wife, the eight that were saved. It's talking about the individuals that it came and swept them all away and they drowned in the flood. It's talking about the ones that were uh, unsaved individuals, not the saved individuals. Okay. And so, right, and I understand what people, you know, try to say here that uh, the, in Noah's, Noah and Lot were both a depiction of the rapture and that God pulled them out of the way before God's wrath came. I totally mm-hmm. understand what they're saying. However, that does not prove a pre-tribulation rapture. You understand that both of those individuals were still here on the earth. He didn't rapture mm-hmm. them. They were still yeah. here on the earth, and yet, but the Bible says we're not appointed unto God's wrath. So you can be here during God's wrath, but not be a recipient of that. That's what it was with uh, Noah and Lot. And it's just going to be that way at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ. Because in Revelation 16, when the Bible is talking about the uh, vials of the wrath of God, um, the seven vials of the wrath of God, if you go all the way down through there, after the sixth vial, the Bible says... um, and the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates. The waters were dried up. So if, if you understand the scenario here, it's at the end. We're at the, the end of the three and a half years of great tribulation. Mm-hmm. The world governing armies are going to come down against Israel at the battle of Armageddon. It's, everything's going to wrap up right here. This is when the Lord's going to come back. The Bible says that the um, great river, river Euphrates is dried up. This is the sixth vial. The river Euphrates is dried up to make way for the kings of the east to come down to to engage with Israel at the plain of Megiddo. That's why it's called the Battle of Armageddon. And Mm -hmm. the Bible says right here in Revelation 16, 15, after the sixth vial, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. So the wrath of God is being poured out. The first five vials have already been poured out. I'm sorry, the first six have already been poured out. And yet the church is still here. Mm -hmm. But we're not a recipient of the wrath of God. That's going to be most of it. Most of the wrath of God here in the end is going to be poured out upon the armies that come down against Israel to battle at the Battle of Armageddon. So when we think of Noah and Lot, yes, God did pull them out because they were not going to be a recipient of God's wrath. But they were still here on the earth God just did not pour out His wrath upon them. And so, that's the way it's going to be at the time of the second coming. We're still going to be here. The the Apostle Paul said, you guys know that the coming of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. And yeah, we do know that for those that are not watching because in 1 Thessalonians 5, he says, but you, brethren, he's talking to us at the time of the second coming, at at the time of the end, you, brethren, are not children of the night that that day would take you unaware. You're children of the day. So watch and be sober. It's exactly what it's talking about here in Revelation sixteen fifteen. So, no, Lot and Noah are not um, symbolic of a pre-tribulation rapture because God pulled them out of the flood and out of uh, those cities getting burnt up of Sodom and Gomorrah. It does not prove a pre-tribulation rapture.
2: Excellent. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. That's, that's really good.
0: Very good. Okay, da- Our- Darlene, uh, is that it? Oh, that's well, it. Thank you so much. All right. God bless you, my friend. Um, okay. Let's go straight to TJ in Florida. God bless TJ. Welcome to the end time show.
4: Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Um, my question, I've been doing the study on NDH plus, um, mm-hmm. the, cause I was always wondering about the three, the three ribs and the bear's mouth yes. and I I was doing study and went back and found an old uh, video of you from twenty sixteen and mm-hmm. now here we are today. Yeah. I was wondering because it's just my opinion, but is it possible, given the current political situation going on with Russia and Iran and Syria, that it could be Russia, Iran and Iraq? Right. So because Iran owns Syria. I mean I'm sorry, Iran pretty much owns Iraq at this point, you
0: know. So. Right. The only thing I can do is give you an opinion on this, TJ, because at this point, I do not know. And I I, I can give you an educated opinion. um, But uh, for everybody listening, this is strictly speculation. But for sake Mm -hmm. of time, let me just give you the two uh, that I think it is, the two um, scenarios. Number one, I think it could be the... Nations that Russia has had land disputes with China over the years: Manchuria, Mongolia, mm-hmm. and Singh If you do your history, uh-huh. if you do your history, they banter back and forth for years and had skirmishes and conflict over those three nations. The Bible says that the bear raised up on one side and it had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. Manchuria, Mongolian, Mongolia and Sing-Kai-Ang. Also, it, more recently, if you've understood the situation with Ukraine. Russia would like to do the same thing with the Baltic nations of Estonia, Latvia, and number three, Lithuania. Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania. Um, Again, those would be on the side of the bear. The bear raised up, had three ribs in the mouth of it, between the teeth of it. Again, it's strictly speculation at this point. I think that is one that we will have to live through and then look back and say, okay... I understand those were the three ribs in the bear's mouth. At this point, I I simply cannot give you a conclusive answer on that because I do not know. Uh, I think until it happens, we won't be able to know unless God shows me something at some point. But at this point, he hasn't. And so that's what we'll have to go with, TJ. I'm coming to the end of the program. I'm sorry I got to let you go here. But I would say God bless you. You have a great weekend. God bless everybody. We love you guys. Thank you for watching and listening to us. Have a great weekend.